welcome to Big Hospitality's latest United We Stand podcast. I'm James McAllister, and today we're joined by Victor Lugger, the co-founder of French-based Italian restaurant group Big Mama, which operates several restaurants across France, as well as two sites in London, Gloria in Shoreditch and Circulo Popolare in Victoria. So Victor, thank you so much for taking the time to speak to us today. Uh, how are you doing? Where are you? Uh, in London. In mm-hmm. London with my family. And now back and forth with the restaurant because we're back, uh, we're opened again, uh, click and collect and delivery. Fantastic. Is that um, Gloria and Circlo, is that? Both of them, yes. Excellent. Excellent. And it's actually pretty busy, so it's, uh, it feels good to be back in business, it feels good to be back in the community, yeah. uh, it feels good actually to wake up in the morning and, uh, and just do our job, which is, yeah. Brilliant. We feel like we're giving people a good time of their day. Not not with our places, but at their home. But still, uh, it feels good. Excellent. And obviously, at the same time, we know that you're starting to think about reopening uh, your restaurants in France at the moment. So, kind of like, how's that going? What's the kind of status update on that at the moment? Yeah, the best news is that uh, we're opening our restaurant in uh, in Lyon Mm -hmm. next Tuesday, so on the second of June. Okay. Uh, Restaurants in part of France, which does not include Paris, but in part of France, will be allowed to reopen. Uh, this is the case of our restaurant Carmelo in Lyon, which is a 220-seat restaurant, mm-hmm. uh, and which has always been extremely busy, queue around three blocks, uh, very very vibrant, amazing food. It's a restaurant we love, and we can we are allowed to reopen it the 2nd of June. So mm-hmm. what we're doing is we're preparing for it now. We've had guidance on social distancing measures, mm-hmm. um, and the outcome of that is that we're going to be able to reach seventy-five percent of capacity. Okay, and actually, by opening a space that was designed to be like a, a, a welcome bar, we'll actually reach over eighty percent of capacity. Oh, wow! Um, my, my, our feeling is that with eighty percent of capacity it's going to be pretty much the same mm. as far as the client is concerned. And I believe we are going to be able to recreate the whole experience that we like to achieve. Of course, the food, mm. social distancing in the kitchen still allows us to deliver the, the, the menu we love, uh, the fresh pasta, the amazing dishes, etc. All the all the entry starters uh, of the, the, the great products we import from Italy. Logistic has not been impacted on our side okay. so we still supply um, with more than 180 suppliers in Italy mm. all of them very small artisans and they have not been affected Brilliant. which is to me still kind of a, <laughs> of a surprise yeah but let's we're happy for them and we're happy for us and now we're happy for our clients so yeah. and would you with that 80 percent is that kind of what you have as an eye on for your Paris restaurants as well obviously I know you've got quite a few in, you've got a few in Paris that you'll be um, thinking of also I suppose reopening in the not too distant future as and when the government allows so of course it depends on each and every restaurant and mm. the layout you have and how packed your restaurant is etc our restaurants are I would say pretty packed yeah. um, and what we've seen is that we anticipate across all our restaurants across our 12 restaurants we anticipate on average 75 persons okay i could tell you it's going to be 50 and we're all going to die because that <laughs> would probably fuel the fact that the government has to let, let i'm just talking real figures yeah. the real figures is on average we anticipate 75 percent of capacity mm. 
And of course, there are extra costs, and of course, there are extra measures, and of course, there are, we have to build a few uh, um, a few plastic shields between back-to-back -back seats. Yeah. And so, I'm not saying it's great. I'm not even saying it's good. Yeah. Um, I'm saying I I still we can make it work yeah. if we get help. And obviously, your restaurants are known for their loud, boisterous atmospheres. Do you think social distancing will compromise that? It doesn't. I think it's not because. I think we are among the few, the, some, some restaurants and the many restaurants in, in London who have taken a lot of care about the design, the music, the cutlery, etc. Yeah. It doesn't mean we, we, we don't care about the food and the service. Yeah. So I believe, yes, if there is social distancing measures, if I have to put some, uh, some, some plastic shields from between people back to back, etc., maybe my design is, looking, is going to look a little less good and maybe... But my music is still going to be loud, and my service is still going to be very good, yeah. and, and and I think the food is still going to be there. And I have we have a very very simple and strong conviction. Yeah, is that people come to the restaurant because it's good. Yeah, and if I have two hours queue at Gloria every day after a year and a half trading, yeah. if out of two thousand comments on Google, my average grade is four point six and a half, yeah, which is really high over yeah. two thousand comments it's not just because there is a good design yeah because and if you have that queue after a year and we have this queue after five years in paris yeah it's because i have an amazing number of repeated customers yeah they come again and again and again and you don't come again and again and again to a restaurant because it's a nice design you yeah. come there once because it's a nice design and you come there five times because it's great yeah. food and you become a repeated customer because it's nice design great food and amazing service. And is 75% kind of the numbers you're looking at over for your UK restaurant as and when there is a potential to reopen? Looking at France, looking mm. at Spain where we have business too, looking yep. at Italy where I have business. We have business now in four countries. Looking at all countries we have business in, yeah. we are appalled, appalled by yeah. the management of the crisis as far as the hospitality sector is concerned in the UK. We are mm. appalled by okay. it. How, um, in what way? What way, sorry? Well, first, the trunk system not being including in furlough of course, yeah. is the most unjust, unjustified measure hitting directly, not even the companies, but the people. Mm. It is it is insane. We are among the very rare businesses that have been officially shut down. Mm. I mean, everyone's helping the airlines. No one's shut the airlines, just people don't travel anymore. Yeah. We have been shut down yeah. along with retail and and the people working in our industry, and we are among the first employers of this country, yeah. the people are just, they were just shot in the head by the government. And yeah. that, not only they did that, but it took them seven weeks to do it. Yeah. I mean, if you fuck me in the ass, at least be straightforward about it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The, the second thing is, we need clarity. Mm. Let's not forget most of the European countries, not to mention Asia, everyone has been through where we are now in the UK. Yeah. We are late in COVID. Yeah. So there are so many other countries as reference. Yeah. In most of them we already see the effects of the measures. So it's just I can't I can't find it I can't settle to find it acceptable yeah. that we have such a level of non clarity, misinformation, yeah. nothing. Yeah. We used to be at the beginning of the crisis. We used to be nine days after France mm. in the curves and in the spreading of the virus. 
France has been reopened for two weeks. Yeah. I know what the government's going to do in the next three months, week by week. Mm. Here in the UK, I don't even know if the schools are going to open on Monday. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's insane. So yeah. in our industry, we're talking about two meters measures. That is the most insane thing ever. Yeah. Because I, I suppose... mean, if you want to do two meters, yeah. if the UK expert says it's two meters, I yeah. do respect that. I yeah. do respect that. Yeah. Then tell me it's two meters. Then tell me we don't reopen restaurants. Then tell me you you, you postpone furlough until further yeah. notice. Yeah. And then we're done. And I stay shut. And it's okay. I will take it if that's what you give me. Yeah. I keep my restaurant closed till September if you want. Mm. I am not challenging the fact that we are being shut or not. Yeah. I'm just challenging the fact that it doesn't take an expert in hospitality to say that two meters is not viable. Yeah. If you want two meters, because that's what your experts say. Yeah. And, and who knows, maybe the British experts are smarter than the French experts, definitely. That, that, that has happened a lot over, over the course of history. Yeah. <laughs> if, if the British experts are right and they say it's two meters, fine. Yeah. Then keep us shut till September, postpone furlough, and be done with it. Yeah. And let me go on holiday. Mm. Yeah. And I'll be back in September, and the day you tell me to reopen, I'll reopen. Yeah. Two meters just doesn't work. What about it's one? What, what about one meter? What about one meter? Would one, well, meter? one meter is practically what we have in France. Okay. And with one meter, my, in our English, in our British restaurants, our restaurants in London, mm. we anticipate again an average of seventy-five percent of capacity. Yeah. Which I'm going to need help with my negotiation with landlords. I'm going to need help with furlough. I'm yeah. going to need help with extra cut on. On, on taxes, etc., because I'm going to have extra costs along the way. In terms of kind of, you know, there was a lot of talk, you know, last year, early, you know, particularly last year about further expansion uh, in London as well. Where does this whole crisis kind of leave those plans for you? Like, is it just something where you're going to put it to one side and not think about it again until we're kind of out of it, or is it still something that you're you're still thinking about even now? We absolutely, we are absolutely thinking about expansion. Yeah. Uh, Would this change? Has this situation we, changed? We entered this of... crisis as a very strong company, a very, a, a very, a very wide and very um, committed and very loving uh, client base. A lot of people we love and they love us, and we have a very strong relationship with all our clients. We were, we, we're not private equity owned. We have a very strong capital structure. We have a, a very sane. Uh, balance sheet. Um, so from the beginning, we knew that we, we would survive this yeah. if, we were, if, we, if we were doing this, the, the good choices and we would be able to provide for our staff, which, which has been our main concern since the beginning. Mm. Have we opened Click and Collect and Delivery? Uh, I don't have definitive figures yet, but I don't anticipate I'm going to make any money out of it. Yeah, I just do it because it's allow me to 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 stand for my staff better. Yeah, practically. of course. Yeah, and. And it keeps the restaurant open, which is good for the for the morale. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, point is, of course, we're thinking about development. To be fully honest, uh, I've been a little harsh on the government and how it government manages the crisis here in the UK. Yeah. Uh, that really um, it puts off it puts us off a little for develop for further development in the okay. UK yeah. until we know more about Brexit. Yeah. Uh, as of course you know. There are so many challenges with Brexit in our industry. Yeah, I mean, if I get tariff on on my import from Italy, yeah, that's going to be a big challenge. Yeah. If I can't have, I mean, ninety five percent of our staff is Italian. Well, this, yes, I mean, this is this is so, another thing, isn't it? So. So everyone has always been thinking. I mean, all of my restaurants are friends. 
everyone has always been thinking, yeah, of course, there's going to be an exception for us because we're such a big employer, because yeah. we're such a strong industry, because no one ever doubts that there is one guy, one living Londoner out of a job who would like to work in the restaurant industry. Yeah. This is why there are so many foreign people working in our industries because mm. the Londoners don't want the jobs. Yeah. Fine. And everyone has thought, this is, of course, this is so logic, this is so rational. There is no way there's, they're not going to handle it smartly. Yeah. Well, not including the trunk, how vague they are during COVID, I believe they are not handling it smartly. So the example that the government shows in how it handles COVID for our industry mm. just make me think that there is no reason they should handle Brexit smartly. And right before COVID, they said, that there would not be an exception and there would be the point system visas, yeah. including for our industry. If that's the case, we're going to suffer a lot. So before I know what's happening, uh, I'd rather develop in Spain, in France, in Italy, in Germany, everywhere. And trust me, yeah. I do regret that. I moved here with my family. I, yeah. I, I, I intend in living here for, 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 oh, for, exactly, for a yeah. long time. We love it here. Yeah. It's really, it's, it's, it, it's painful for me to have to put on hold the English de development. And on that note, Victor, I'd like to thank you for taking the time to speak to us today.